I believe I found it. I finally found my job. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. He's been fasting since yesterday to get ready for this episode. He's Andy. <laughs> I'm on a diet again. Well, you fit in the dress, so that's good. Thank you. I, that's the most important thing. i got to get ready for prom season. Right. It's right yeah. around the corner. It's a Hawaiian theme this year. You don't have to show up all the girls that go to the school. Oh, no, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm going to have better legs than all of them. And he's not of this world. He's Josh. Apparently he's grunting. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I knew you would find out eventually, and now I have to inform my overlords that it's time for the invasion to begin. Sweet. Enjoy the freedom, biped. He doesn't know what biped means. <laughs> oh, you just don't know where my other legs are. He doesn't know what biped means. Biped sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that he's 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 by a lot of things, but biped is not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what about you? What about you? Who are you? And I've sampled every dish. I'm Bill. That's accurate. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like a a, and the the gourmand here is definitely you. uh, Gourmand, I I would say foodie at least. (laughs) He doesn't know a lot of words. No, I know what a gourmand uh, is. I, I think uh, gourmand is a little too fancy for you. Foodie is probably better better suit for you. I right? don't know. I I feel like Bill's a gourmand and a beermond. And a, that that, not, that, not, that and, just sounds like either a Pokemon but, or a Digimon right there. But not a But not a Veramond. No. No, I'm the Veramond. <laughs> That's a deep cut. I did almost have a Mexican hot dog sandwich for breakfast. Interesting. But I went with the chorizo because, you know, the holiday. Hey, guys. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you I'm doing? I'm drinking. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's drinky time. It's podcast time. And hey, hey, we got a cute lady making us some food right now. Bill, are you cool with him just like saying like a cute lady is making him food? Like that just seems like I'm with my fiance. I thought we were going over to my house afterwards. Oh, maybe. I don't, I'm going home and I'm going to fall in my bed. That's what I'm going to Damn do. Damn it! Not even, not even, was, I'm not going to make it to the bed. In the spirit of the episode. We were going to get, like, a giant feast of oh, weird foods. Oh, uh, dude, dude, I, as I told you, I'm on a diet right now. I am, oh, I, I, I'm strictly counting my calories again. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. No, this week we're going to be talking about another episode of Gurren Lagann, episode 13, Bill. Yo. This means that after the day, we're pretty much halfway done. But it's not all the way done. No, we'll get there. But this is a good one. This is Eat Up, Guys! Or something like that. Mm-mm. Nope. 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 Get down there and eat it, you filthy whore. <laughs> I don't think oh, no, that's no, no, the wait, title. No, it is eat up everyone. Never mind. Uh, it's eat up. Eat, eat up everyone. You were right. Uh, no, I said eat up guys, so I'm wrong. Uh, eat up everyone, and uh, we <laughs> Get are... Get down there and eat it, guy. Oh, Lord. Uh, and this week is Josh's week. And Yay! He, he's going to tell us a little bit, mm-hmm. and probably probably in good detail, because it's a good episode. It's it's a good episode. Actually... I like this one a lot, actually. Well, well, Even though I, my I enthusiasm the... may not quite be there today, <laughs> I promise you, it's been his, a long day. His, refle- his enthusiasm at this moment is not reflective of how he actually enjoyed this episode. Yeah, no, it's really a good we... episode, guys. 
Was that yeah. convincing? Wow. I tried. That's no, terrible. I really I really put a lot of energy behind that one. I'm not lying. I really tried. That was me the other day at work trying to remain nice to all the assholes because oh. I was super tired. Anyway. Anyway. Hey. Anyway. Though. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Call back. Anyway. Stuff, stuff to talk about? Uh, music nope. I don't nope. got anything. I don't. Okay, you, you go and then we'll get right to the episode. Well, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, uh, trailer finally hit. Oh, uh, have you seen it? No, Bill, you saw it. I've seen it. Thoughts? I never. I haven't seen yes. the Black Panther one yet. You haven't seen the trailer for Black Panther? I don't yeah, know. They, they, just, they just dropped one that, like a couple weeks ago or something. A new one. Wow, that's been it. going on for months now. Yeah, but there's a new one that came out. and I haven't seen it. Although I did see the red carpet, and that was like the most badass red carpet ever. I heard, but I didn't see it. Oh, it's so cool! Like there's this amazing. It's just like an all black like cast, and then like, and it's just like I don't know, like just fashion wise. It just, like, blew everything else out of the water. Sounds, I just sounds loved like it. would be awesome. Loved it. But, Bill, what were your thoughts on the uh, what we've seen so far for Ant-Man and the, tra- and the uh, Wasp? Yes. Okay, well, does thank it, you. Does he beat his wife in the trailer? Not that no, Ant-Man. No, because... Oh. Uh, Hashtag not that Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's not Ultimate Hank Pym, and actually, Jenna Van Dyne's already gone. Where'd she go? Janet Van Dyne. I said Janet Van Dyne. You said Jenna. No, I said Janet. You said Jenna, but where did she go? She shrank herself out of existence. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Spoiler. The, well, that was in the Ant-Man. That was oh. in the first Ant-Man yeah. movie. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Where was you she at? To, you need to sit down. The and tiny, I ha- no, they talked about it in a flashback that his oh. wife oh. shrank herself down. I kind subatomic. Past subatomic. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. I remember that. So it, Paul Rudd's in that movie. In the actual comic books, that's the microverse. Or yeah, it's the microverse. Or something yeah. called. And oh. there's other people there, and that actually has happened. So mm-hmm. maybe they'll get her back, or they'll go to some other weird right. world, or... <laughs> Your computer's hitting on you. It's hitting on me. It says, tell me what you want to do. <laughs> wow. It's, it's a little, creepy. little uh, necklace or something. Oh, it's a light bulb. Never mind, anyway. <laughs> a pearl necklace? It's a pearl necklace. Tell me what you want to do, Josh. I want okay. you to start your you penis too. in my USB. Um, put it in actually, actually, I would, put know, it in the headphone jack. The thought that I had when Andrew was confused about what happened to Janet Van Dyne, I was hoping. Do you want Do you want Luis to to tell you the story of what happened to her? Because he always he always has that really cool. Who's Luis? His friend that that has you know when he tells tells the, the to- story about the what's token going on. Mexican. Talks, yeah, and he talks yes. about yeah when he goes talking about this that and the other thing is always about. Well, I heard it from this dude. I heard it from that person. And I'm pretty sure Luis is the actor's name, not the character's name. No, I think that's the character's name is Luis. Okay. We at Tuning Japanese don't bother to fact check. So. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Point being, this is Scott Lang, Ant-Man. Yeah, not, and, not Hank Pym. And uh, Hank Pym, Pym and Janet Van Dyne's daughter. Yes. As the Wasp. Got it. She gave her blasters? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't have that technology available for wings me. and blasters? Yeah. Must not have that technology. No, I did. <laughs> just just that, that stop right there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it does look like it's going to have a lot of the comedy that the last one did, which I really enjoy that. The, the irreverence. Well, they got Paul Rudd in. I mean, it, it would be yeah. weird if there wasn't comedy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a movie where Paul Rudd tried to not be funny? I don't I, think so. Was there a movie where he just wasn't funny? Yeah, it's called Halloween 6. I haven't seen Halloween 6. Oh. He tried to be a creepy guy. And it was funny, but not not meant to be funny. Hmm. It's funny, but not funny. Right. So when does that movie come out? Uh, it's supposed to come out later this year. 
Uh, I imagine it's probably summer. I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't it, see. Uh, really? July. Already? July. Wow. They, they did surprising. say they did slate it for it's slated for July. I remember that. Okay. So that looks good, and it looks like that kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's coming out this year. That mm-hmm. can't be good. Well, no, I think it was just kind of overshadowed by. Oh, everything else. It's being overshadowed. Yeah, everything else. This is the first I've ever heard that they were doing Infinity War. No, I knew they were. In Wasp movies. It's the first time I've heard of it. Infinity War. And, um, oh, yeah, did you guys, uh, a while back, did you guys see the pictures that they've uh, posted of the new, um, of the outfit for uh, Captain Marvel? I think they're I kind did. of oh, like green and white or something. Yeah, it's it's like the classic Marvel uh, color scheme back in the seventies. Uh, yeah, I kind of seen some of that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they almost have to get away from everybody wearing black and red. Right. True. So, true. but I thought I thought that was a really cool color scheme. I mean, it's a, it's still a callback to the classic Cap- Captain Marvel too. Right. Which I, I'm I'm excited. But yeah, these movies look like going to be a lot of fun. And apparently, too, pre screenings for uh, the. Black Panther movie have been extremely positive at this point. Good. I hope yeah. it does well. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard is every everybody's saying it. It's good. Yeah. So. Well, I think we should just get in the episode. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's do it, Josh. Well, we open with the recap of last episode's events. And uh, if you didn't know by now how the last episode went, you should just listen to our previous episode. We've got. We That's how it usually works. Yeah. We cut to uh, Simone, who's hanging out on the deck of Daigarin, uh-huh. when uh, Neo arrives. And uh, we get a look of her new and improved look, because she got not only the haircut, but she kind of traded her princess attire for kind of a hooded sweatshirt, I thought she gets, I thought she changed her appearance at the end of the episode. Well, she had the haircut, the haircut. But, but the outfit. The oh. outfit is different. She changed clothes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got and, it. Uh, yeah. Because um, she's the only one that's ever done that in this world. Well, I mean, yeah. it's anime. Right. Yeah. And uh, Simone appreciates us. She's like, oh, dude, I look bad. He goes, no, you look great. You look Wong. great. Because he, he had that look. you know. But Mia does ask Simone a favor. She asks Wong. Wong. Are we past the classic swing? Is that? We're not doing swing. Sh- are we not doing swing anymore? <laughs> no, no, sh- you can bring it back. You can bring it back. No. Are we not doing swing anymore? There's a title. Brick no, 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 no. Nia asks it to be put to work. Oh. Because she's just sitting around doing nothing and she wants to contribute. Oh, I think that's great. Oh, that is great. Yeah, and, and Simone's like, no, but you're a princess. All you got to do is smile and be nice. She goes, no, I'm not. That's I'm not a princess anymore. Oh, and now we get the break card. No! No! <laughs> oh, no? Okay. Sorry. God. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting lost and confused in this episode right. already. She's talking about how she doesn't want to be you know, known as the princess anymore because she's not a princess. And they're having a conversation and Yoko shows up. And Yoko! Starts, and she starts bitching Simone out. Oh. About not eating. He hasn't eaten. It's his job to eat. He's got a pilot. Log on. I wish it was my job to eat. And she's like, you know what? You're going to go eat something. She grabs him by the air, carts him off, and Nia goes... Phrasing. Nia hits on something, and she goes, I think Phrasing. I... <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to do. Three guesses what she's going to be doing, folks. Phrasing. Uh, she's going to make meat pies? Well, we're going to go to the title card first. Eat oh, up, no, everyone. no, no, you mean the break card. No! Title. Oh, sorry, sorry. But we cut to Ross Hugh. He's laid out in the infirmary with a mysterious malady. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll find out. It's not. We, we don't really not know. not that crazy, but yeah. that does seem pretty. It, it's ominous, it right? Is ominous. I mean, Leron and Yoko are talking about. It. He's like, well, maybe he just overworked himself. He's been piloting a lot, and Yoko's like, yeah, he's just a kid. And Leron's like, hey, you're busting your ass too. You can be just like him. And the argument ultimately goes nowhere when uh, we cut to uh, Nia. When you're trying to pilot Gurin, and your colon is a purin, <laughs> diarrhea. God damn it. <laughs> so we cut to Nia, and we find out what it is she, she's doing. She's actually prepping a meal for everyone. Prepping her diaphragm? No, meal. A meal. <laughs> food. Oh, wait. Is it the break card yet? No. <laughs> We're a long ways off from that. You keep saying that. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to remember the episode. I watched it, but I think partway through my... You just started staring at your phone again. My brain went, nah. <laughs> I know, I felt like a teenager. I, I'm seriously, I'm like watching the episode, I'm enjoying it, I'm looking down, and I see you, you got your phone out and doing this. You weren't saying they enjoying it, you're running your mouth the whole time. You were. Fair enough. You that's were, how like, I enjoy things. Like every episode of this show we've done. That's how I enjoy things, Bill. When, Half an hour when, of you talking. You've known he does me for love over 20, for about 20 years now, you know how I enjoy things. It's loud and vocal. You know, at this point, we're never going to get to the break card. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, I thought we were there. Well, dinner is interrupted by a senate and not unexpected arrival of the enemy. Just not where they were expecting them to be. Yeah. They're above them. Oh. Because they have, they have an experience. The enemy! Oh! It's Birdman! Harvey Birdman! The Swift! Harvey Birdman the Swift! That cock. Yeah! He's actually- Okay, can I say that I like the design of this dude? You like the design? I love the cock design. Well, I, a well-designed I, cock. I am I am a lover of cock and designs well, of this cock. this cock's got a name. It's Cytomander the Swift, voiced by Steve Staley. So, what is Cytomancer? What is that? Mander. Cytomander. Why, why is it Mander? Isn't that like lizards? I, I guess birds yeah. are lizards, right? Aren't you the, aren't you the language really. guy? Isn't that like, like dinosaurs were lizards, but then they were birds? Well, Dinosaurs are birds. It's well, okay, and here's here's some odd things, and this is kind of an odd. Uh, I don't know if it's dubbing thing or a translation thing <laughs> yeah. because we hear either Cytomander or Cytomandra. As Simon is preparing to sortie, uh, and uh, so, I'm sorry, so, sortie, to sortie. It's, it's a term for getting into a battle. Oh, I learned a vocabulary word today. Remember uh, Armored Core Two? Uh, every mission that you, you, you were going to was called a sortie. What's uh, what's Cytomander doing? Okay, well, he's going on about how you know he's going to blow him up. He's he's oh. starting to bomb him. He's he's very conventional. He's just right. like oh, actually, we're not even on Cytomander. We were talking about uh, uh, Simo getting into uh, Gurren Lagann. Cytomander's name, pronounced Cytomandra, is based on the DNA chemical Cytosin and the elemental Salamander. Wait, really? That's what the wiki- fan uh-huh. wiki says. That's interesting. Gorilla Dude is based on a. A chemical too, so uh-huh. and a methodological creature. Well, probably a DNA may, may have been as well. I'm sure it's Sailor Moon all up in here with like patterns, right? Know? But as I said, Simo's starting to get into get into Gurren Lagann, get into battle, and Yoko pops in. And is like, you know what? I'm going to pilot pilot Gurren. And he's like, um, I got this. And she's like, no, you need a co-pilot. Rossio's sick in the bed. I'm going to pilot. Yep. And she goes in, and actually, she has. We have this very touching cockpit moment. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a quiet, introspective moment. Yeah. And then it's interrupted by Buta jumping into her cleavage. Adine is based on the DNA chemical adenine and the water elemental udine. Or udine. Undine? Whatever. Huh. Interesting. Buta gets into the cleavage there and 
Guess he's going to ride along with her, or at least in her boobs. And I mean, if you're going to go ahead, ride along, I mean, in style, or in this case, big old pillowy titties. I guess that's one way to travel. Hey, he's 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 doing it. So uh, we cut to Keaton, and he starts to engage the enemy. And, well, not in battle, more like yelling and screaming at the enemy to come down there and fight like a man. That's <laughs> about like Keaton. Yeah, that about he's fits literally well. screaming at the aerial units, like, fight me, fight me! And then they launch missiles right at him. Well, he asked for it. Well, and he didn't, you know, he, at least he didn't run from them. That's true. They they, they do damage, though, on, on uh, Daigurin. The missiles, again, have faces. Like, it's one of those mm-hmm. things where, like, they're living beings... So, meanwhile, on the, um, I'm going to start calling it the dangly deck. I don't know why they still have a dangly deck. I don't know, but, uh, um, Keaton sisters, uh, Kyo and Kial, they're about to return fire on the enemy when, in the second episode in a row, the dangly deck gets destroyed. Mythical yeah. vermilion bird, uh, Suzaku. Okay. So, a phoenix, basically. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dangly deck takes it, uh, and, <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, the, we we get a we get a fight scene that lasts right. for quite a while here. Yeah, yeah, and the girls the girls yeah. obviously survive. I mean, like, in a good way. I yeah. feel like I feel like this fight scene in general mm-hmm. is much better than I think it's, it's the best well animated. And... It's probably the best fight scene we've seen mm-hmm. in general. Like, there's more. There's a lot of variety. A really good one on one fight that we'll talk about. There was mm-hmm. there was a lot of there's really a good lot stuff. Of good stuff. stuff. Yes. You know, and Cinemandra uh, doing the whole. These people took out Timoff and Adine. Well, they can't handle me. Drop the bombs. Yeah. Like literally, they're. Carpet bombing a uh, Daigurin. Yeah. And yeah, they're not doing they're not doing so hot right now. They're like, Well, what should we do? And Simon's like, Toss me, like a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a Gimli moment here. Yeah. Toss me. <laughs> like a solid. <laughs> yeah. They toss Gurmlock on up to the aerial units, and uh I think the best way to describe his first few moments uh, to stay up in the air kinda reminds me of the the old playground days. Swinging on the uh, monkey bars because I mean he he sh- shoots out drills to hook onto the uh, other gunman, and then he swings out to the other one and kept doing that that moment for a little bit like like he was swing like he was swinging from the monkey bars. I was thinking Spider Man. Spider Man works. Spider Man does work. Now that I was thinking about it, well, I thought when you talk about your like days on the the school playground, I thought it was gonna be like when you got pantsed in second grade and then peed yourself and cried and ran You home. never knew me in, in grade school. I was at a Catholic school. <laughs> You're right. That, that was high school he did that. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, I get those two confused all the time. Ow! I didn't deserve that. Yeah, you do. Okay. I probably do. I never pissed myself in front of people. I didn't even make, hang on! I didn't even make that the part of the joke that offended you. I, <laughs> why did I get slapped? Oh. Because he Vader times me whenever I slap him. I can't get behind you fast enough. Wait, what? I lost my place. <laughs> You're getting behind me? <laughs> I'm so confused. You can't get there right. fast enough. Oh. Okay. Do, you, do you just shoot before you get there? I mean, I do have a hot, I mean, I do have a hot ass, but... <laughs> anyway, so, um... He can't get behind you fast enough. He's shot! <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man tactics don't last for very long, though, as uh, Simone misses one of the uh, enemy gunmen that fly down and start attacking him. And then, in a pretty cool move, he launches a couple uh, drills from the back, and it brings, you know, sticks the gunman, the flying gunman, over, and notices the, the readouts, and he's like, hey, I can integrate this! So he upgrades. Points. Oh, you know what else? It's a break card. No, it's not! <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey! Hi. What's next? 
Are you sure you want what's next? Because oh. I think you two are enjoying well, this. This I don't moment. know. You're, I am. You were talking about getting behind. Uh, yeah, me. of course you're. You are. Would it's I, distracting I, I him know. from uh, Garen Logon. I, I don't know. Would I enjoy oh, it? You talking about getting behind me? So. I, I, I've never had you behind me. I don't know if I'd enjoy it. So the battle in the air. Well, hold on. This is the battle in the well, ocean. Well, actually, you know, after the, uh, the bulge. Yeah, you know, after turning the enemy gunman into pretty much a a jetpack backpack. So anyway, yes. The, what happened was that Simone missed one. Yeah. Flew past him, so he shot shot drills out from the back of... Oh, and Lockout, grabbed hold. Grabbed it and pulled it in. He goes, oh, hey, I can integrate this. And then it became... It's now gone to flying mode. That is upgraded. I, I Interesting. Don't, I don't say this very often, but I like that. You both like that that bit where he integrates it in. Yeah, it's, yeah, that it's was, cool. Mm-hmm. I like modular mech stuff anyway. I mean, that's why I like Power Rangers and Transformers. and. It is interesting they were mm-hmm. able to take part of it. But I think that they did it earlier when they took uh, Viral's helmet. And that's yes. the thing. That's the thing about, about that was such a minor thing. Yeah, and really they did it earlier too, where Gurren is already made up of two other mechs, mm-hmm. and then Logon like snaps in. Yeah, yeah. It's it's masters. Yeah, yeah, he 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 constantly does. That's like one of the things about Gurren Logon is that he always adds on. It's very adaptable. Well, Logon especially that yeah. he can. And yeah, it's. I think it's a really cool, cool moment too. And yeah, now he can fly! Yay! Meanwhile, back on the ground, Team Daguran's engaging in the fight. Kial and Keon show up in a couple gummen themselves, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna wreck these motherfuckers!" and start blasting away. Question: Have they had gunmen before? Keal does have a gunman, and you'll in see an earlier little... episode. No, not earlier. That's what I'm asking. Um, they didn't have him before. Yeah, but Keal does have her own gunman. Keon obviously took the Diet Kaiser. Because that's what she's using as, as Diaka's... I don't know what that means. Diaka's uh, gunman. The one with the big cannon on the on the head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's called Diakaiser. Okay. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, like, th- this anime doesn't do a very good job of establishing what things are, or who people are, Except or... for when you see stuff about the generals and their, and their gunmen. Yes. The generals, absolutely. I feel like they do a good job with that, but, like, this... One of the weaknesses of this anime, and again... I'm trying to be nice by just saying weaknesses and saying, like, something I hate about the anime. Because I'm trying to be better about this anime. Because there are things I do like about it. One of the weaknesses of this anime is that you've got too wide of a cast on the good guy side. It is a huge cast. And they get to the point where they just kind of expect you to remember or even know without properly introducing everyone and everything. And that's a weakness. That's an absolute weakness. It is, is, but it also saves you... But it does save you on, like... One of the bleach effects, which is when you have a character-centric episode and they go into a lengthy detail about why their weapon could do the things that it could do. They don't have to necessarily do it that way, but I mean, I like the concept of, you know, a... Knowing a, something. Yeah, knowing the information and then, you know, learning more. Get the, give, me, give us the basics. Fe- and feature then, something. And then, and then feature an episode around a character, right. you know? It's actually one of the things about... um. My Hero Academia, when they introduce a character, they say, you know, so-and-so, and their their power is this. And they actually do stuff. It's, yeah. it's kind of hokey, but that, at least they give you the information. Right, right. Like, I, I can never tell half the characters, like, who they are, and we've seen them. And, and they're very colorful times. characters, but, we, yeah, we don't get much of a focus on them. No. I mean, I'm trying to. Yeah, we, I'm we trying need... to, when, when, when they come somewhat prominent in the episode, try to get, you know. Yeah. Sneak in who they are in their name, but it's tough. I wish they'd do a spotlight episode with mm-hmm. some of these minor characters right. away from the others. But it is kind of cute because everyone on Team Diger is like, okay, we want to finish this battle because we want to eat dinner. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's you know it's not the self-preservation it's not to uh save the suppress suppress people it's not to overthrow the fascist dictator it's we want to have lunch Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's why we're fighting i respect that (laughs) so we get a shot of gurn logon flying through the air and Yoko's like, let's go straight down the throne. Let's kick their ass. Like, yeah, let's do it. And then comes Inky Doo. Inky Doo? Inky Doo. Inky Doo. Inky Doo. Inky Doo. Girls mech. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. And it's flying now. Let's just say this. Viral is pissed. Yeah. Just... Viral. Well, Viral. You have reason to. To be <laughs> fair, is Viral ever in a good mood? Um, I don't think I've ever seen Viral in a good mood. No. Uh, he, you'll see him redirect things later, but yeah, he's pissed. I mean, but I mean, he's like really pissed right now. He's like, you know, every freaking loss, I'm gonna wreck your shit. Ah! See, I don't think so. I don't feel like he's that angry. I mean, he's angry, but I don't think like he's like any more angry than normal. Like he shows up just no. like, hello, you stupid a- naked ape. I feel like he's he's almost kind of like his playful self again. No, this time he's pissed because he's he's always been the one that survived. He survived. Tim Elf's death, he survived Adine's death, and he's like the the constant shame of being the lone survivor, and stuff like uh, that. So, they're engaging in battle, and Simon's having a, a hard... Sorty. <gasps> and then we go. get the break card. Not yet! Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Stop. I'm what? just I'm just gonna make educated guesses till I get it right. I'm gonna have to get it right one of these times. Anyway... How aren't we at the break card yet? Because you guys keep talking on going on side tangents. It's because you're boring. No, it's because you don't want to engage. No, we are engaging. You just go over. Welcome to my life with ADD. No, you just go over details very much, and sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not as important. Well, but but Simone's having problems with the. uh, Simone is currently having problems with aerial combat, and Yoko's like, "Well, okay, I'll help you out by opening her cockpit." Brilliant idea, mind you. Is this and firing at oh, Inky? Oh yeah, I remember that. Midair. Well, I mean, this... think about where this is going to go, folks. Well, this fits Yoko though. Yoko, yeah. and it's an interesting moment because Yoko is not as t- talented or experienced of a pilot. Right. What would she fall back on? What she knows how to do. Right, and it's the dumbest time to bust out the rifle because, oh look, Enki knocks Gurren Logon out out from under her, literally, and she drops like a rock. Yeah, and you know, I I like this scene because <laughs> it's unique. It's like, oh, it is. I I'm just, just going to hit the mech out from under you, and then it's like, oh shit, I'm going to fall down and die. <laughs> it, it, it's almost like a Wiley e. Coyote bit. It is very Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> like you can almost hear the. Yeah, the sound effects. <laughs> Instead of uh, falling out into a cloud of dust, uh, Gurren Logon does catch her. Yes, yes. Simone does speeding, go down to try to get her. Speeding towards Gunton, name of Sidamanda's fortress. I thought a gunt was when you're... No, no, Gunten. Oh, gunten. sorry. G-U-N-T-E-N. Gunten. With your gut and your... Anyway. Right. <laughs> they crash into, into you're, gun... you're right. Okay, cool. They crash into Gunten. Viral gives chase. Simone's actually outside of Gurren Logon checking on Yoko. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just a little bloody, but I'm good. And Viral shows up, starts calling out for Kamina. He's like, you know what? Where's Kamina? I want to have my fight with Kamina right now. I only see you, the brat, and the broad. So where's Kamina? And finally, Simone's like, um, he's dead. Now. Hey, Andrew. Hey, what? Guess what? Chicka butt. I have no idea. Say it. Say it. I don't know what you're talking about. The moment you've been waiting for. <gasps> the it's over? No! <laughs> I see. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Break card, bitch. Oh, yeah, that. 
Welcome to the break card. My name is Andy, and I promise you, this is the real break card this time. I hope you're enjoying episode 13 of our review of Gurren Lagann. We are about halfway through, and we're going to try to release these at a regular pace, so that way we can get to the end and move on to our fourth anime. I hope you are enjoying this one and sticking with us, even if on some of these episodes, Bill and myself are not. Promise we love it, Josh, just just not as much as you. I know something you will love, and that is the questionable Endeavor Network, a home of all kinds of great podcasts. If you're into wrestling and video games and actual plays and radio dramas and horror, you want to go check out the questionable Endeavor Network at questendnetwork.com. Go read some articles, go listen to some other podcasts, and tell them that uh, Andy sent you from over here at Tuning Japanese. Speaking of telling podcasts what you think, don't forget to write a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to today's episode. I cannot emphasize enough how important those reviews are. It's a way that people can find the show for absolutely free. All you got to do is take a few moments out of your day and leave a review, and hopefully you don't hear that motorcycle. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. Donate as little as $1 a month, and that goes a huge way, a long way, to help us pay all of our costs for this show. One last thing here, don't forget, if you have not heard, I guest starred on a recent episode of the Gameable podcast. It's a podcast where Josh was on earlier talking about Muppet Baby several months back. I was on there talking about anime, talking about Samurai Pizza Cats as part of their Saturday morning lineup and discussions. They'll be releasing a second episode coming up pretty quick here, so go check them out at gameabledisneypodcast.tumblr.com or just by searching however you look for podcasts for Gameable podcast. It was a ton of fun, and I appreciate Chris letting me join him so I can talk about one of my favorite shows of all time. I'm going to keep it short and sweet this week. We'll be back next time with episode 14 as we get kind of close to the end of this first arc of Gurren Lagann. We'll get you to a quick commercial and back to our review. Break card! Hey, Yata, do you like anime? I do like anime. What about you? I love it! Well, if you love it so much, why don't you marry it, you piece of shit? We kind of did marry it. We did. By making a podcast? It ain't a healthy marriage. It controls our lives. And that podcast is The Reanimator Pod. That's R-E-Animator Pod. And you can hear new episodes every Monday. And here's a little taste. It's Alice in Wonderland meets Inception with an acid-infused EDM rave twist. I like it. Is what I wish I could say. Okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I the shot my low too early there. <laughs> Hotro then asked Yuma, Are you turned on? Not in that deep a register. But that's what she asked her. Are you turned on? Turned on yet? <laughs> well, guys, are you turned on yet? If not, I'll keep going. All right. Today, we are going to start. <laughs> well, I, I We're going to start snoozing. I tried to make a dramatic pause. Oh, man. And so we get a review of Communist death at the hands of Tim Elf. Yes. At which point, Viral's like, wait a minute, so you're saying all that time I've gotten my ass handed me by a kid? Mm-hmm. At this point, they decide, you know what, we're going to hash this out because Viral's a big guy about... I don't know <laughs> big where I'm... Big guy. <laughs> Viral's big on the one-on-one fight, and Simone's like, yeah, let's do this. And they score off for a one-on-one fight. This next scene is awesome. Right. It's probably my favorite part of the whole episode. And again, I don't I don't think it really warrants doing a, a really big recap of what happens here, but but to sum it up, we get a really cool and visual fight mm-hmm. between Viral 
and Simone. Yeah, yeah, we won't go into the details, but yeah, it's a fantastic yeah, fight. So, so all one that... of the details, though, is... <laughs> we won't go into that. <laughs> but one of the de- no, but it is one of the plot details. Okay, Because okay. they did fall into the Levisphere chamber of Digunten. Yes. They start wrecking the Levispheres, and they're losing altitude now. Yes, they Thank are. <laughs> yes, and, and near the end of this battle, which, by the way, go back and, if you haven't watched, if you don't watch along with us, and, you know, you're looking for a good actual mech fight in this, this is actually a good mech fight. Right. Go check it out. But we do get a scene where the fight is kind of uh, called to a kind of a halt because good old what's-his-face, the Birdman, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, shows up. Well, he he will show up, but we have to cut to seeing what's going on outside. Which is Digurin. Because oh, they, see, there's, there's, they see Digunton is, is damaged, and they're like, okay, going out there, we so. gotta get up there. We gotta figure it out. And, and later on's like, how? So Keaton's like, Joko and Simon flew up there. And later on's like, I got an idea. Like you do. Yep. And then we get we cut. Oh, we, and we then we did, get the break card. No, we don't. Oh, we cut back to Simone, and <laughs> we do we do get to where you're talking about where Simone and Viral are having the fight. Simone is obviously getting the face shine right now because yes, he's kicking yes, Viral's ass. Yes, and yes. yeah, Cedar Monitor shows up and he put, makes Yoko a hostage. Yes, he puts the the weapon against her throat. Right, right, and says, you know what? Don't do anything, Viral. Destroy him. And Simone's like, you know what? This shit always happens with you. Yeah, no, I like the scene because, again, Simone just basically calls Viral's bluff here and says, I thought you had more honor than this. Right. This is not the way this should be. Are you going to let this go down the way this is? Mm -hmm. And Viral fucking falls for it. But not just falls for it, because he does fall for it. I feel like it is partly a ploy to kind of help to save Ryoko. But at the same time, I feel like Simone is also being legit and saying... I thought you might, you know, you be, compared be that to that would be, guy. yeah. So I like that. I yeah. like this scene with Viral. Mm-hmm. I like this is a like one of the first times in like God knows how many episodes that I actually really enjoy Simone's character. Right. Yeah. Simone is is obviously growing here, but we also cut back to Team Digurin, and it looks like uh, Leron has ordered that the generator goes to full power, and we cut to a blonde Turn woman it to eleven. Yeah, he cranks it to eleven. This, our, one uh, this one goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> our head engineer cranks it up, and Wood, again, another again, like our complaint yeah, earlier, character. another character yeah. who we've never really seen and There's doesn't get a, random, a name. It's just a like, random woman who is just there. Yeah, yeah, buxom blonde woman with glasses and a cigarette. It's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> she's not really blonde. She's more of like an auburn. No, she's a blonde. I, don't know, I saw the cigarette, and then I was not. I mean, I'm not attracted to women anyway. And like, she oh, does have. She does have. Well, she has a crooked cigarette too. <sighs> yeah. What's her name? Uh, I'll have to look it up later. Did we already do the scene where, where, where Nia's cooking? No, we haven't gotten to that one okay. yet. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's... Have we hit the break card yet? Yes! We've hit the break card. Oh, break card! No! Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, but they kick it up to 11, and they run up... Uh, would you say that's kind of a men here, that they run up, Bill? That, that outcropping Is he using of words again? A, a what? A, a men here. No, I mean, we're all our men here, but... I don't know the word The ge- geological formation. It's usually like an outcropping of of, uh, of land. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, well, anyway, they treat uh, they no. treat this giant tower rock formation as a ramp, and they start hauling ass up, but then we cut back again to what you saw. Viral <laughs> putting his sword back and saying, you're right, you know what, this is not honorable, I'm not doing this, and Cinemondra's like, no! Fucking kill him! And then once again, we cut back to... So it was a lot of back that, and forth. It's a lot of back and forth of Digurin 
Like, and one of the moments of, I think my favorite animation is running up that thing, mm-hmm. jumping oh, off right hell? at Digunton, and they're like, the pilots of Digunton are like, oh my god, it's a flying kick! Dodge, dodge! They're freaking out. They go to kick, and they... Get blown up. They don't get blown up. They kind of miss. Really? I thought, I thought so. I was like, they, 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 they say they clip, they clip them, and then in a moment of defying all physics, they somehow reverse momentum and do a reverse kick. But there's like tons of explosions that follow the kick. Why, right, because the Why kick... don't they just use their giant sword dick? I thought that's what happened here too. Just I, Bill I... Cosby right through it. Oh, God. <laughs> But I thought like they scraped against the dick. No, they well, like, it, I mean, yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> they do cross swords. They do. Okay, that is true. But they did not land the first blow. But they do reverse kick. They wreck shit, and that leaves an opening because Shuzak gets knocked off of. Oh, Shuzak's the name of uh, Cedarmonger's gunman. Anyway, just uh, so you know, they knock they, they knock also, Shuzak okay. out of the way so yeah. that Simo can go and rescue Yoko and get out of there. Digunton starts getting wrecked. They go to retreat. One of the les- Levispheres falls the lesbians. off. <laughs> One of the lesbian spheres. One of the lesbian spheres. So why did the bird guys have a bunch of them, but they only need one? Redundancy. I never have any answers for this anime. Yeah, no, that doesn't make. How many? In any... case, in case one of them does fail, they can they. So they have fifteen of them. Or... They had four. Okay. Point being, still. Mm-hmm. But one of them does break loose, and Leron's like, oh, we could take that, and grabs it with Daiguren's uh, large arms. So literally hanging on a floating ball in the air is Daiguren. Simon gets with Yoko, and there was a moment, too, in the fight that we should have looked at was Yoko's reaction to the fight. She's, she realizes that Simon is fully capable of handling things on his own now. Yeah, and, I think there's a there's definitely a, a realization. Mm-hmm. But we do get to, they're they're hanging out together. Yoko's like, so, um, did you know, like, I had a thing for Kamina back in the day? Go! <laughs> what? Simon's reaction was a little bit nicer, though. It was like, uh, yeah, but. <laughs> so, hey, back at the ranch, we find out Yoko's injuries are fine. She's not broken bones. Yeah, she seems ruptured. fine. Uh, Leron is taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Apparently she's, she's a next. doctor now, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Apparently she she's next door to where uh, Rossi is being is. uh Simone Nia shows up, takes Simone to go get something to eat, and then <laughs> Rossi wakes up, bolts to the bathroom, and just annihilates a toilet. Yeah, he does. And you get Gimme and <laughs> Gimme and Dario in there in front of the, yeah. the in front of the restroom just Holding yeah. their noses. noses. And that's, I, that's a good joke. That's no, a good visual my joke. Fa- my favorite aspect is afterwards when he comes back out, he's like, ah, and he's like surrounded by flowers and like they're sparkling. It's just like, huh. Which cuts <laughs> to him in front of the flowers in yes. his yeah. room. Which is great. Right. Yeah. So great. So he goes in to explain that what happened was he had sampled Nia's cooking and it had a bad reaction. Actually, one of the best uh, moments is a, a watercolor moment of uh, Rossi's oh, like, face. Like, like desiccated. Yeah, just as, He's is like, this is this a scene where we see her cooking and all the people are gathered uh, around? Just a, yeah, in in just a moment because yeah, he's like it was so bad, but I didn't want to be mean, so I sampled everything, and then they're like, oh god, and yeah, then we cut to everyone who's eating, and it's the same everyone, watercolor effect, including Bean Boy. <laughs> he's I there. Would, I would say he's there, there guys. There, there it is. I, if you look at him, <laughs> if you look at him, yeah, he has the hair of Bean Boy, but he has a face of uh, no, Kuobara. no, you said it wrong. It's Bean. Boy. You say bean boy the way you want to. The 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 design though 
does look like Bean Boy's hair, but it uh, the face it, you'll see in latter episodes too. Guy shows up every now and then. Looks like Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho. They don't even give a name for the character. I think they just did an insert of like, hey, insert character looks like Yu Yu Hakusho. Character. It's just just so we can make an Excel reference. I was making a Yu Yu Hakusho reference, you know. Well, I but I want to. Hey, say- you're a messy. <laughs> That's my Kubara voice. But yeah, everyone is just looking mortified. They don't like the food, except for Simone and Buta. Simone pulls a Goku and just eats helping after helping in giant bowls. He's like, ah, this is great. This is delicious. Thank you. I want more. He must have like an iron gut or something. He has Bill's uh, fortitude for food, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably a true statement. The only thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we do cut to our final scene, though. We do! Is, we cut to Teplin. Cetamandra is requesting that Vero be executed because he was the single reason that the mission failed because he was arrogant and didn't follow orders. Right. Insubordinate, not arrogant. Yeah, and, 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 and Vero's like, well, if you're going to do this, that's fine. I just need to know some things about humans. Aren't they supposed to be inferior? <laughs> And, uh, and the and spir- the spiral like- Kim kind of calls his bluff. He takes him down to this place, and basically we get a huge info dump. Yeah, we get an exposition dump. Uh, been a while since we had one of those. Yeah, it's been a little we while. We find out that the Beastmen are imperfect beings, uh, and uh, in order for them to survive, they have to go into, he says a death-like state, but I say a hibernative state, to let their cells regenerate. Uh, because if they were to stay awake at all times, their cells would essentially degenerate and they die. But well, why doesn't Viral know that? Because Cause, cause shouldn't shouldn't he go back and like regenerate from time to time? Yeah, he should. You think, right? I would, I would say it's probably they well, know that they do. I it. think he knows that because he says, "Why did you make a you know if you made well no no because he he's shocked by like the imper- the imperfection." Yeah, mm-hmm. he's shocked by the imperfection. But think about this: you live your entire life doing one thing every now and then, and you don't think to, to question why they just do it. Yeah, they It'd be know. like an instinct, like bears hibernating, right? Kind of an instinct thing, I guess. But like, but yeah, he's like, "Why did you make us so imperfect?" And we see Genome raise his hand and produce some energy that's in the shape of a of a drill, almost a drill like energy, really quick. And then he cuts it off. He goes, "So, do you really want to know what's going on?" Well, you, no. Do he, you want to know the truth? Yeah. No. What he says, you really want to know about human beings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he's like, "Yes." The end. Yeah. Break card. No. No, that's the end. Oh, oh, we're at the end. We're at the end of the episode. Oh, the end, end. Oh, okay. Yes. So our next wow. season, we will be doing what? No, what no. Oh, oh yeah. No, no, uh, it's the I end think, of the episode. Well, I will make my announcement now. We will be doing for season four. Ow! We're oh. only halfway there, guys. Oh. Jesus Christ. Hey, maybe we could do episodes 14, 15, and 16 in one episode. It's like a, like a quick recap. I'm down. No. Okay. But hey, let's talk about this episode, shall we? Yeah. I like this episode, but it's not my turn to go first. It's Josh's turn. Right. No, I, I really do enjoy the episode. It's not heavy on the plot details or anything like that. It's a, What makes this episode good, it's a well-animated episode, and there's a lot of great action, and it's not just cutting away from the action. It's We, we focus on it. Good comedy. The Nia subplot of her cooking and it destroying Rossiu is <laughs> funny. Not really necessary, but funny. I mean, it, it's necessary to get Yoko in, in Gurren for a moment. But I think the other thing that the episode serves is that Yoko kind of has had a mini arc. She's had the last couple episodes focus on her a little bit. And we see her come to the realization that Simone doesn't isn't some little kid and needs her protection anymore. Yeah. At the end of the day, I really enjoy this episode. Cool. Um, right. I would agree with you. I think mm-hmm. it's a good episode. I think that... 
I mean, pretty much all of what you said, I think, is beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. I think the fight scene is really awesome. I think I don't hate Simone in this episode at all. Um, I like the stuff with Yoko. I really like Viral and his mm-hmm. realizing that Kamina is dead. It's just really good. Yeah. It's a really good episode all around. I would, I would definitely highly recommend this one. Mm-hmm. Bill, it wasn't bad. Like you said, there wasn't any real shortcuts with the animation. I like the owl-shaped bombers. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, um, didn't even talk those. about that. Yeah, I like the Spider Manning. <laughs> I really like any kind of like modular mech sort of thing. So, yeah, combining. Yeah, so combining with one of the of jets to get wings that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, plot wise, nothing really happened. Right. I, I didn't find there was enough humor to really like. I wasn't cracking up. There wasn't humor that I was just like, oh, that was a great joke. It was just kind of silliness. Mm-hmm. I mean, for this anime, it was an alright episode. You know, just kind of summing up, I think this episode really shows the strength of the animation. It's probably one is the biggest, uh, go, you know, thumbs up for it. Well, we will be back next time <clears throat> with our review of episode 14 of Gurren Lagann, Break Card! No! Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry, I thought... Jeez Louise! I thought that was the title. It's going to be a nightmare nice. for you to edit. No, it's going to be great. Well met, everyone. Oh, yes, that's see, the episode. And, and, and commas, very important. Well met, everyone. <laughs> yes, commas are important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's next week, and mm-hmm. this week we are heading on out. So, Bill, uh, take us out. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And I've sampled a little bit of every dish. I'm Bill. Eek, ak, ork, ah, ah. Not of this world, right? I'm Josh. Nanu, yeah. nanu. And uh, I've been fasting since yesterday to get ready for this episode. My name is Andy, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye, bipeds. Hashtag not all crockpots. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questnnetwork.com. While you're there, check out other great shows like The Shadowbane Podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Home Stars, Slasher Sanitarium, Raw Attitude Podcast, New Blood Rising, The Reanimator Podcast, Taco Tuesday Podcast, Nerd Control, and our newest show, Hairless Pretenders. Why is there only a woman and a child here? Where did Kamina go? My bro isn't here. You're looking for bro? He's dead. (laughs) 